glad to be here, Michael French. Hey, I'm glad to be here. I'm it, glad you're here. Well, with all the things that are going on in the world, it's good to be anywhere. That's true. See, that's the thing people don't think about. You can be thankful for so many things, even in difficult times. Yeah, that's true. And I agree 100% for you, but my heart just can't. Right when you said that, my little my little nursing heart turned on in that moment. And I imagined being in a an emergency room working as a healthcare worker and, you know, a doctor worrying about taking stuff home to his children, worrying sure. about taking the mask off and possibly having one tiny little droplet, you know, enter. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, wow, it's easy to say it. You know, we're sitting here in our little comfort of our home. No, but but even don't it, you know it's hard for it is some hard. people? It, but no matter how hard it is, there are things to be thankful absolutely. for. Absolutely. And I, I don't that's want you, the, That's the key. Absolutely. So I'm excited that we're getting to uh, have more than one podcast in a week. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. You know, and I, I said that, not to discount what you said, because I do agree 100%, but we, we would have been those people last week as you were laying in the hospital bed with your really bad infection. Mm-hmm. It's hard to focus on being grateful right, right. there you in have that to be, moment. You have to be intentional about it in those You times. really do. You really, really do. do. But it, it, it's here's the thing. You can just let things consume you and tear you apart, or you can be intentional about finding things to be grateful for and things to take joy in. And and even medical science tells us depression and anxiety and stress over these things don't help us. So if we can battle those natural responses, it's beneficial. It is, and we can. But doesn't mean it's doesn't mean it's a battle that everybody can win. I understand that too. Yeah. So anyway, that wasn't our top. Well, it's sort of around our topic today. It can be, and who knows? Somebody may need to hear that today. You know, and. Even we get caught up in the little things, don't we? Little things we that do. bother us, and you know, did the trash man collect our trash today? Or I usually know, don't worry about oh, that. That's your worries. Oh, today's trash day. No, it's tomorrow. But you're okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, you know, we worry about these little things. It's it's not. You worry about these. I know things. it's not. It's not necessary. It's true. It's and, true. And and we can drain ourselves of good energy. Yeah, of of of, of those things that that are supporting that that life, that joy, that mm-hmm. strength that mm-hmm. that the Lord provides for us doesn't get through if we're focused on the negative all the time. It's true. I mean, we're finally wrapping up some personal business today that we've been waiting on for like four or five months, and and it's something that probably should have happened in a month's time, and it's taken much longer, but. You know, I've been in, I've had bad attitudes several times through the process, and then I have but to stop and pray and listen to God, and He tells me, purpose. calm down, you know, yeah. there He is. You know, what's interesting is this can apply not only to our life, but it can apply to our dreams. We get stressed by our dreams. We don't know what to do with our dreams. We don't know how to respond to our dreams. We don't know why we had a dream. Not just that sometimes we don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we kind of get a general feel for what they are, but we don't know what to do with it. And that can be stressful on us as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, I was thinking, basically I was thinking because of a dream I had last night, I was thinking about <gasps> crisis dreams. You remembered a dream you had last night? I did. I do remember a dream I had and last night. And not only did you remember it, but you remembered details. I know. And- it's amazing. But you know what? I interpret so many dreams. Sometimes dreams my 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 mind is so jumbled with all the dreams i'm hearing and looking at 
it gets hard to wake up remembering my dreams. But I have to be intentional about it. Okay, so we have talked about that in the past few podcasts, few back, just about how we do have to make it important and and say, okay, we know that we receive messages. So for some people, they remember all every dream they have every night. At least French. No, I don't. I Listen. You get up and recite your dreams out loud so you'll remember them, and then I can't remember mine because I'm hearing yours. I'm just <laughs> okay the other more okay so i've dreamed a lot this past week i don't want to take over what you're about to do so but i dreamed a lot this past week and i've only remembered a couple of my dreams it's been frustrating for me i thought am i doing something wrong what am i doing but sometimes it's just the way it happens and we don't need to stress about it and there are cycles there's cycles of remembering every dream and dreaming a lot and there's cycles of only being able to remember a few dreams or not dreaming very much that's a normal part of our process the rhythm of our dream life and we don't want to get stressed out when that rhythm shifts or changes for a short season. Or maybe you're so perfect, you only need one dream a month to give you guidance and wisdom, or I need five a night. <laughs> I, I'm not sure whether to take that as a compliment or a sarcastic criticism. It was probably both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. No, okay. it, it was a compliment and criticism. <laughs> No, yeah, well, thank not you. really, thank not you, really. You. I, mm-hmm. I think you're wonderful. I'm so glad you do. I'm so glad. I you told do. somebody yesterday. I think it was one of our children. I think you're the wisest man I know. Well, I don't know about that, but I'm grateful. So I had a dream last night, mm-hmm. and um, it had to do with the COVID nineteen virus, and it started me thinking. I wonder how many people have had dreams related to COVID nineteen, to this pandemic either before it began or now in the midst of it, and how people are dealing with those kind of dreams. So we get lots of people talking out in our culture today about how to deal with the virus, how to deal with the consequences of the virus, how to deal with the quarantines, how to deal with the social distancing and all of these things. And I thought it might be good to talk about how to deal with dreams surrounding Mm -hmm. the current crisis or uh, sometimes I use the term panic because there's an appropriate use of that word panic and there's an inappropriate use. And a lot of people fall into the inappropriate category of panicking instead of recognizing there is a serious crisis that they need to uh, pay attention to type panic. And so uh, I, I think that there are probably a lot of dreams out there associated with this current situation. Oh, I'm sure. And I, I would imagine they fall into two camps broadly, but more than that in all likelihood. And that would be dreams that are fear-based dreams, dreams that are coming that we might call either soul dreams or dark dreams, dreams mm-hmm. based on fear. Uh, dark dreams, fear, dark fear-type dreams would be dreams designed to increase our anxiety and stress and cause us dreams from the enemy that would cause us to move into almost the night terror or nightmare realm with the dreams about the virus. Soulish type dreams in that arena would fall into that group of being dreams that uh, we're processing what we're dealing with through the day yeah, and and have impact on the type things we're going through, the emotions we're going through, the feelings, the, the stresses and strains, the changes that we're going through, and all of that bleeding into the dream would be a more of a soul type dream, just what we're dealing with. But then there are the God dreams that come in reference to this. And those are the dreams that are designed to bring comfort, to bring encouragement, 
to strengthen us even in a time like this. And sorting through those different kinds of dreams can be challenging and difficult to figure out what are you supposed to do with it. Oh, exactly. And, you know, I think about um, for many years I've known that God spoke through dreams even even before we, you know, began learning about Christian dream interpretation or biblical Hebrew, using the ancient Hebraic method of of uh, dream interpretation, you know. So uh, I think about um, my niece, you know, who had a dream that time about the Twin Towers. Yeah. And she called me, and she's like, I, I think I had just taken a, a class on, on training you how to do it. And she called me, she goes, what does this dream mean? I said, I have no idea. Yeah, because she dreamed about planes flying into the Twin Towers before right. 9-11 took right. place. What do I do with it? And I'm like, well, I mean. What can you do with it? You know, I don't know. She goes, it just seemed so real. It was like I was really there, you know. I mean, and that was pretty powerful. And two months later, it happened. I mean, I mean, there were some elements in the dream that didn't happen, but those were just part of the setting for the dream that speaks of something. Yeah. And so some people may say, why would uh, that happen? I and mean, why would I see something like that before it happens? Well, which, which there's very good likelihood that people had dreams about mm-hmm. – Viral spreads, diseases, about pandemics and epidemics, uh, you know, happening or significant death and destruction coming through a uh, mm-hmm. disease of some kind. There's a very good likelihood that a lot of people out there mm-hmm. had dreams like that prior to this virus. Now, that's not saying there weren't some of those dreams out there years and years and years ago, just sure. fear based kind of stuff. Somebody watched, um, what's the movie that? that people talk about outbreak. this outbreak or something mm-hmm. like that, and it uh, stirred those thoughts and caused a dream. That's not that's not addressing those type of dreams. It's dreams that were very similar to the circumstances we're dealing with and relational in time, and people will ask, why? Yeah. What can you do with it? If you're an average person and have a dream that there's a virus, a pandemic coming that's a has flu-like symptoms but it's going to spread more rapidly – and be more dangerous to the lungs, who do you tell that to? Well, you can't go to who, can you? The World Health Organization. I didn't intend that as a pun. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I thought you did. No, no. But, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I just got the pun. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness, Michael. That's not really the way I went it, but hey. Okay. Well, we need levity and humor there. That's good. Well, I mean, what do you do with that dream? There are people who would say, why give me that dream when there's nothing I can do with it? The president's not going to listen to me. Who is not going <laughs> to listen really to me? The CDC is <laughs> right. not going to listen to me. Right. And probably not even if they're getting hundreds of people calling with those dreams. They're not going to pay attention to that type thing. Well, we just don't, uh, we discredit it sometimes. I bet people right now, if they think about the dreams they've had in the last month or two, they might go, oh my goodness, I just remember a dream I had, you know, and it was. I'm living in that dream I, right This now. is that dream, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and the, I dreamed we were going to be in quarantine. Now we're in quarantine. I right. dreamed, you know, what do you do with those dreams? Those dreams are twofold. There's two reasons we have those dreams. One of the reasons is very simple and very straightforward. Pray. Right. Talk to your creator. Talk to him about it. Ask him how to get through, how to deal with it. Is this real? Is this private? It doesn't happen. You know, there's all kinds of, there's 
biblical examples like um, Jonah, who gets a word from God, and he goes to Nineveh, and he delivers the word. The people repent, and his word didn't come to pass until Which, uh, several hundred years later. Right. I mean, a lot of people think that his word didn't come to pass. And, but it was no, delayed. It was, it was stopped it was, because of there prayer. Was a purpose in the There was a purpose in the word that God had instructed him to share. Right. And that was people repent, which is what he asked them to do, right? Yep, that's exactly right. And they did, so. And so dreams like this can be for prayer, just simply to pray, Mm -hmm. to share with others, but they can also be an encouragement. Believe it or not, I know some people would say, how is that an encouragement Mm -hmm. to have a dream like that? Mm -hmm. It's because your creator knew this was coming. He's not surprised by it. Right. Well, and... He wants you to know he speaks to you. Exactly. He wants you to know he speaks to you, and if he can speak to you, he can take care of you. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good. And so they're huge encouragements. They yeah. can be huge encouragements right. in that type setting. So, Yeah, so one of the things I told my niece was, God is telling you he speaks to you. Because right. she, she called me crying and going, look, it happened. Why, why didn't we know? Why couldn't we do something? I said, we didn't have the favor to go to the president and say, hey, I had this dream. You should listen to me. No, I mean, there were other people all over the world that had the same similar type dream, you know. So, you know, you just have to say, okay, God is showing you that he does speak to you, even though it's already passed. Yeah, he's, showing you, done, he's showing you you can get revelation through him. After it's done, you know yeah. you hear, and you know you can hear through right. dreams. So I, last, I can remember. Oh, go ahead. I was, oh, no, I was going to say, I can remember um, when I was in law school uh, studying for the bar exam at the county law library. I dozed off sitting and reading, and I had a short little dream. I still remember this 30-plus years ago now, and it's still as vivid, and I can see it in my mind just as clear because it was one of the first times God really spoke to me through a dream and that I began to recognize that I could hear him, but I didn't believe it or understand it at the time. It was 10 years later almost before I really understood it. And I'll tell you what happened. I saw in this little little quick um, flash. Uh, flash, and while I dozed, I saw three tanks in line driving down a dirt road, and they reached a point along a little hillside, a little slope off the side of the road, where the turrets of the tanks turned towards the, the grassy slope, and then the tanks slowly turned, and instead of running in a a straight line, they ran parallel across the grassy slope and they ran down into the the grass and then through a hedge at the other side of the little slopey area and out of sight. And I could could remember the dust being kicked up by the tanks on the road and how it changed when they went onto the grass. And I can remember seeing the, the, the hedges crushed down and all that kind of stuff. And I thought to myself, that was weird. You know, when I kind of startled myself awake, that was weird. What was that for? Had no idea. No idea what to do with that. I still don't know what I would have done with it if I'd known as what I do now. But I know what it was for because I came home that night. And on the news, there was something going on in Israel. And they showed a picture of three Israeli tanks going down a dirt road in a single file line. Their turrets turned into a grassy slope. 
The tanks then turn and go down that grassy slope and up and over a hedge and out of sight. Exactly what I'd seen in my little dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it might as well have been the news report playing in my mind before it played it on the air. It could have been a vision rather than a dream, but it was a vision within a dream. Right. While I mean, you were yeah, sleeping. Yeah. While I was sleeping. It, it was definitely much more literal, and we would call it a vision mm-hmm. today, but it's the same concept. Why did that, that occur? So God can show you that he speaks So I would know I heard him, yeah. that I, I speak to him. And now it's very significant to me, even though at the time I didn't care anything about dreams and visions or anything at all. It builds your confidence to know that, oh, my goodness, this I dreamed this, and then it happened. And I think that's what built my confidence in hearing and my ability to hear from God was me dreaming things or hearing things in my knower and then watching them come to pass. Not all the time, but slowly through time. You know, it just builds your confidence. I lo- I know Why I just, are you I, looking at me I, like I that? I love your little statement about knowing and your knower. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to me. Yeah. I don't know where your knower is, but it's, it's in down in center, your spirit. It's in the center yeah. of my being. Mm-hmm. That's just all I know. I know it in my knower. I know. And you hear things like that a lot. Yeah. Yep. And some of those are actually dreams, things that need to be interpreted. That well, that's don't interesting because I don't always see... I hear. I don't know how I hear. People may say, is it your voice? Is it God's voice? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I think I hear. You know. I just know. You just know when you're knowing. I hear a statement. I don't read it. Mm -hmm. Like, I heard a statement. Someone very close to you is going to pass. I'm like, oh, God, I don't like hearing that. But when that has happened... Like that happened with me two days later. It was my mother who passed, you know. Yep. But I didn't think about it till, like a few weeks later. That is that a dream? Kind of. It's kind of like a daydream or a prophetic utterance. Isn't it's like it? a daydream or a day vision. And we we tend to think about. We've talked about this before. We tend to think about dreams as being things you have at night while you're asleep, visions you see with your eyes while you're awake, and we tend to not think about either of them being just audible things. Things you hear or see. And yet, in reality, dreams are much more any revelation, anything that it comes really to you is. that needs interpretation. Because I, audible, visual, right. or otherwise, or knowing in your knower. Right. Because I, the other night when I, when I dreamed, when I, when I woke myself up saying a, a statement out loud, I, I didn't see anything behind that, really. I, I remember I was kind of dreaming, but I didn't see anything. It was just... The statement just came forth from me, you know. Yeah. So, how is it that I, I knew to say that statement? I wasn't dreaming. I didn't see pictures. I didn't see people walking. You know, I just I uttered this statement just loud, and I woke myself up saying it. So it's not always. It's it's weird. We don't. We can't try to categorize it so hard and say this is the only way you dream or right. hear from God. But anyway, well, and that's what makes dreams about COVID nineteen and the current crisis so interesting. They come in many different ways, and we ask ourselves, what do we do with them? Well, Michael, people are sitting on the edge of their seats. Because it's 19 minutes into the podcast, and you said you had a dream last night, but you haven't oh. shared it yet. <laughs> okay, so okay, so let's let's talk about my dream because the question is still there for this dream. It's a little more specific, but the question is still there: What do you do with it? What's it for? Right. Why are you having it? So I have this dream that I'm in a setting, a social setting of some kind, where there are a lot of people around. For the most part, not 100 percent, kind of like real life. For the most part, people are social distancing. They're you know six, seven, eight feet away from each other. Right. There's a couple of places where there's small pockets where people are talking 
or things are going on, people are working or doing various things, but it's clear they're in a environment where they are attempting to keep their social distance and they're attempt, attempting to follow the small group, you know, gathering type situations you hear about on the news and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the people are there, maybe 25, 40 people, something like that. And suddenly I realize that everybody has grown a light, like a headlight to a car on their chest. Or right at their that Interesting, because that's point. exactly how I pictured it when you told it to yeah, me. Yeah, between the chest and the abdomen, you know, right there in the center of who you are. Um, they have this headlight growing there, and it's gr- it's growing on everybody and it's weird because it, you can see it grow right through their clothing. It's not like there's nothing inappropriate. Their clothing didn't come off or anything. It's just you can see it growing through their clothing. And they begin to turn different colors. And I know in the dream that the various colors represent different things. Like this person just has the flu or this person's just got, uh, you know, a 24-hour virus or this person, you know, what I don't know what they all were. But they had, and I knew that if the light turned on and turned red, that the person had the coronavirus, the COVID-19. And so uh, that kind of ends. There's no, no, none of the lights turned red in that setting. Maybe one somewhere in the group, but it was very, very much just about the different colors they could be and um, everybody having one. Then the dream, dream shifts and you and I are together sitting in a two person, you know, a two seat row of an airplane, like against the window, like an airplane that just had four seats across. Right. So the aisle in the center, two seats on one side, two seats on the other. We're sitting in two seats. And um, I'm obviously in the middle. You weren't in the middle because it was two seats. (laughs) You were at the window. And I was in the aisle. And we looked over, and there's a person across the aisle from us, same row of seating. And it's a young lady who has her newborn baby flying with the the baby and she's nursing the baby and now i get up and just wander around the plane a little bit to see because i recognize everybody on this plane has these lights Mm -hmm. and so i just sort of want to see what it is i'm noticing the different colors and different things but no red lights and i turn around to come back to the seat and just as i do that the young lady sitting next to us her light flashes on red and I know that she has COVID-19. Right. And so you, I basically sit on the arm of the chair of the seat behind her because there's nobody in that row. And you scoot over into the aisle seat next to her. And we just began to speak to her and talk to her and comfort her and help calm her. Was she upset? She was upset. And she was, you could clearly see she was panicked in a way about what was she going to do with the nursing baby. Mm. And so we just began to talk to her. I don't know what we were saying to her exactly, but we were just comforting and sharing with her and reassuring her that things were going to be okay. And the dream ends. Boom. Oh, that's a beautiful dream, I think. So it was. it's clearly a dream connected to the current situation. Oh, it's COVID-19. for our season right now, isn't it? And the question becomes in that, what do you do with it? Well, we know that people are not going to grow a light on their chest and tell us whether they're literally positive or negative, don't we? Right. Certainly know that. So we know that it's metaphorical. Mm-hmm. And so I think the dream speaks to the idea that it's going to become easier to recognize what's going on around us. 
not necessarily easier just to, oh, that person has COVID-19. Right. But easier for us to recognize what is happening. Right. Easier for us to recognize what uh, is, is going on in our life, what's going on in our countries, what's going on in our communities. Easier for us to identify what's happening and what what the you know and the discern. severity of it yeah and discern mm-hmm. yeah to discern what's a good. heightened mm-hmm. level of discernment i think in our community and, and when i say i don't think because the first part of the dream nobody actually ended up with covid19 in the first part of the dream so i don't think the dream says it's going to become easier to get tested for covid19 right, or something right. like that that would be a very practical application yeah but i think the dream spoke to becoming easier for us to discern and understand the times I, I agree. And I think about what, what would a nursing mother represent? It would be someone who is young with vitality, who is, you know, bringing forth life and even life giving. Oh, and her but, name was Monica, by the way. Which is? Means counselor or advisor. Okay, so we have many, maybe even, you know, the the fact that it's a young mom giving life, that sometimes what is coming forth from them may be negative. Maybe some negative vibes or negative things going on. And it's our role as as older generation, hopefully wiser, that we are not we are not confounded by it. We're not like disturbed by the fact that there's some something negative negativity there that we come and help and undergird and encourage. Yeah, I think I really like the idea that I think it speaks to the idea that there is a less mature generation. Now, I'm not speaking of age bracket here. Okay. It could be, but I'm talking about less mature generation, spiritually for sure, possibly naturally speaking, who is offering their own view of counsel and advice to the situation, trying to bring life to the things they uh, hold dear and that they value. And they're offering their counsel to do it the way they want to and the way they desire to. Mm -hmm. And yet that may be putting them more at risk, at a higher degree of risk. And so we do have a generation, a wiser, more mature generation that can't just get mad or frustrated that everybody doesn't see the things the way we do, but that we are willing to come together and be a family. Well, you know, bringing that wisdom into the situation. A lot of times, one of the things that we've seen is fear um, going on with people, and the way that they share it sometimes is very negative. You know, their fear comes across, and they're trying to tell people things, and they're they're just really just lashing out and saying things that are that really don't encourage people. Sometimes, even you know, we we had an experience recently, and so I think it's really important for us to keep our heads. You know, we, we don't yeah. get frustrated. I mean, the dream could have played out like this. We could have seen the, that red light come on and us go, oh, stay away from that, right. that, stay away. But no, instead we went towards it, right? That's we right. went towards and something that seemed dangerous. And I'm not encouraging people to go towards somebody's positive well, It doesn't COVID-19. necessarily mean physically. Because this is metaphorical, it. isn't it? It's about whatever may be negativity may be coming out. Um, that person is really fearful. Well, we, you know, interestingly, I get up and have a situation literally this morning where that that there is a a young person, younger person with a negative attitude about some things right. and offering his counsel right. to, to situations. And my first response was to say, "This is embarrassing. You know, you, you're not 
you know, do, doing what you're, you're not taking it. But the thing was, I had to be able to back up from that and let them know I love them. I care about them. And let's talk through this. Right. Let's not just say this is crazy. Let's talk through where you're coming from. And it became a very, a dialogue that was very, I thought, very uh, good and very encouraging and very good. powerful. Because of, I didn't think about it until now, approaching it sort of from the avenue of this dream. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It is. So uh, what you can take away, what I can take away from that dream is, and what others can, is just stay calm. Uh, when, pe- when people are frustrated, look behind. What is the source of their frustration? You know, and think about how, what would you want to hear if you were maybe there was something negative coming forth from you, but you didn't even realize it. Even if it's based in fear, how would you want someone to present it to you? Yeah, and it's not even necessarily always negative. It may just be if you're in tremendous fear, if you were in tremendous frustration, if you're you're with anger, if whatever that issue is. Sorry, I said negative. I mean, you know, just having the COVID-19 is kind of a, uh. Well, but but we also talked about the, the, the conveying. Yeah ideas and thoughts to someone else because you're conveying all your emotion, everything that you're dealing with. And some of it is negative. Yeah. We don't mean it like they're bad people. Sorry. I, I think I, I'm, I'm, let me correct myself. Cause I think it's important. Cause I kept saying um, they're negative, almost like they're negative for COVID-19. What I meant is that is a negative result with not, not test result, but it's a negative thing. Like, so if you were positive for COVID-19, that would be a, a, a bad thing, I guess yeah, is what I'm an saying. Uncomfortable so, yeah, or so, distressing so I just response. want to correct that because I've said it several times throughout mm-hmm. this podcast, but I want to make sure people know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, we're at the end of our time. So, uh, I'm this, glad I was able to let you share a dream this time. Hey, it was fun. It was, it was nice to do. That's okay. <laughs> It was it was a good thing. So um, we're going to just do this as we can. We're not going to stick to our Monday schedule, by the way, folks who may be picking up who didn't hear last Monday's mm-hmm. uh, podcast. So we may have more than usual out. We're home and social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take some of this opportunity to do these things and make them available. This is a really important time with you, many of you at home. Let us hear from you. It gives yeah. you something to do for a few minutes. Make a comment. Was this helpful? Was it a beneficial podcast? Comment on the Facebook page or send us a message through the website, things of that nature, mydreamstories.com or Facebook backslash uh, Dream Stories Podcast. You can find us at those places. You can listen to us on Apple, iTunes, or Google Play or any of those type of things. Let us know you're listening. Let us know if this is valuable to you and important to you. And share it if you think it would be beneficial to others around yeah. you. We're praying for you. Yes, absolutely. And until next time, keep dreaming.